Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Because um, this is about the gospel. 
This is about the gospel. Like, this is about the gospel. It's not about anything else. And so I am praying for your strength this morning. And I am praying for your boldness that you become bold in Jesus Christ. This isn't about making me famous. This is about my ministry. This isn't about coffee and conversation. This is about us getting the gospel throughout the world. And I sense that this morning there are some of you that's been struggling with sharing, with being able to share, with being afraid of what others would think. Don't worry about nobody else this morning. So if the Lord prompts you to share the devotional, to put it on your timeline, to put it in your story, do it. <laughs> do it. Because there is someone who needs a word from the Lord. There's someone that needs to be encouraged. There's someone that needs to sense the presence of the Lord. And I can just feel that. I can feel that this morning, my God. So I'm just praying that you become bold today in the things of the Lord. As bold as you are in the things of this world, my God, as bold as you are in the things of this world, and that's nothing to be ashamed of. It's not for you to be ashamed. It's not for you to be overwhelmed. It's not for you to be forlorn. I just don't want the enemy to have access to you any longer. I don't want the enemy to, de to determine what you share. I don't want the enemy to determine. If you can share other stuff, like you, you got to become as bold in the gospel. And I know what it feels like to share your faith and to feel like people may ostracize you or to share your faith and to wonder what people are thinking, to share your faith and wonder if someone's good. But the same way you share the things of this world, I'm praying today that you get bold enough to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you get as bold, that you get as bold to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, because that's what it's about sharing. That's how we become disciples. We are not disciples by sitting on the word of God. We are disciples when we disciple others. My God, my God, I felt that this morning. We are disciples when we help others, when we take all boundaries off, all limitations off, and we just say, you know what, I'm going for God. I'm going for God. I'm going for God. I'm done. I'm over. I don't care anymore what others think. I don't care anymore about what others are saying. <laughs> And I'm just praying for your peace and your spiritual boldness this morning so that you can go forth and do as God says. My God, the enemy has had you in such a limited perspective and bound by people for too long. People hold more accountable to people than you are to God. More accountable to people than you are to the gospel. More accountable to what people say and what people think and how people are looking. And so, yeah, so, come on, Kim. So many people are lost. So many people are hurting. So many people are destitute. So many people are broken. So many people are my God, you would be surprised who you're sitting next to at work. You would be surprised who's your neighbor. You would be surprised who's connected to you, who's around you, who's hurting, and they don't even know it. So I just decree and declare a spiritual boldness over you. 
And I cast off this blanket of heaviness right now in the name of Jesus. And I just decree and declare over you, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Go be free today. Go be free. Go be free today. Go be free today. Go be bold today. My God, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. I just decree and declare that the limitations are off of you today and that you go be free today in the things of God. My God, you go be free today in the things of God. That your sensitivity to things in the spirit realm are leading you, leading your decisions. My God, that you will not be afraid of any man or any woman or any person. My God, in the name of Jesus, I cancel the shackles of shame off you right now in the name of Jesus. I hear some of you in the spirit saying, but what if it doesn't work? It will work. The word always works. My God, the word always works. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. Your prayers are working. The word always works. The word always works. My God, there is freedom in the gospel. There is freedom in the word. That is why the enemy loves for us um, to share bad news and loves for us to share gossip and loves for us to share evilness and loves for us to share things that are no concern, right? We in a, a time and a season where the world needs hope. My God. And so, Father God, I thank you this morning that we become greater disciples. That we become bold in the things of you. My God. That we will not shrink back. My God, Jesus Christ, we buy the eyes out from you. My God. Let us become more concerned of you than we are concerned about the things of this world. Let us have a greater confidence in you, Father God. Let us get a greater confidence in who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Let us not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us not be ashamed of our righteousness. My God, some of you are so ashamed of your own righteousness. My God, like the, the Lord has bought you freedom. My God. But because people have attacked you so much with your mouth, my God, then you hide that part of your life. Baby, if you hide, come on now, if you hide, if you hide your righteousness, if you hide that part of your life, you're not going to be salt, salt in light. You're not going to be salt. Salt in light is greater than you just working. Salt in life is greater than salt in light is you being a young lady. Um, um, she's like my daughter. She was talking to me and sharing with me. She said, I started a new job. She said, and you can just tell that the young ladies in my department need Jesus. She said, you could tell. She said, they always cussing. They always complaining. She said, you could just tell that they need Jesus. Like you can tell mama, they need Jesus. And she said, um, 
She said, and so the other day she said, but I'm just in there doing me. I'm not saying anything. I'm working. I'm new. I'm learning. And she said, I'm just in this environment and I'm just doing me. I'm just being me in the environment. And she says, one of the like, young ladies slid over to tell me something and she cussed. She said, and then she caught herself and said, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect you. She said, I took note. She said, I took note because I've never said anything. I've never said anything about their cussing. I've never said anything about the language they use it. She said, but I took note that this is what it's like to be salt and light and not say anything. So you cannot afford to in this season, hold, like hold your light under. You cannot afford to bury your light. You cannot afford in this season to hide who you are in Christ Jesus. You can't afford to hide your righteousness. You cannot be afraid of others. You are like when, when, when Jesus said, you got to pick up your cross and go after me. Come on now. When he said, you got to pick up your cross and go after me. That wasn't a hidden display. That was a public display. And I'm not, it's not what's out your mouth. It's what's in your life. Can't, Somebody somewhere needs to connect to your light. My God, my God, I sense the spirit of heaviness that has tried to keep you bound from being light throughout this earth, from being light throughout. The it's okay for you to be saved. It's okay for you to be sanctified. It's okay for you to be filled. And I know it's hard because when we make the decisions to walk the narrow path, come on, Holy Spirit, speak through me. When we make a decision to walk the narrow path, it is you feel isolated, you feel lonely, and you feel um, you feel alienated when you start buying the eyesight, when you start walking in truth, when you start dedicating your time to God. It does. But can I tell you something? You are needed. You are important. You are necessary. Your light, your light was sent to change the world. Your light, your light was sent to change the world. So don't be afraid to share the gospel. Don't be afraid to let your light shine throughout the world. My God, um, John 8, 30, I think it's 36. He who the sun set free is free indeed. So if there is anything binding you, if there is anything limiting you, if there is anything that's keeping you from sharing the gospel or sharing your faith or just even living your righteousness out loud, my God, some of you have been so burdened with being righteous. You, you clothing your own self in darkness like you holding in what you feel and your how you believe because you're so afraid of what people are saying and, uh, and are thinking. And I just decree and declare over you right now that holy boldness comes to you and you will not be afraid to let your light shine throughout the world. We need your light shining in the education field. We need your light shining. My God, in the medical field. We need your light shining in the military. We need your light shining. And I'm not talking about, because see, your work, your lifestyle has to match up your words. I'm not just talking about your words this morning. Speak Holy Spirit. I'm not just talking about your posts. I'm talking about someone needs to encounter the presence of God through you. Somebody needs to feel Jesus through you. My God. So Father God, I thank you, Lord God, this morning that you are giving us your holiness. I thank you, Jesus Christ. You died on the cross for us so that we can be free. 
You came so that we could have more life. My God, you came so that we could be salt and light throughout the world. Father God, thank you, Jesus, for giving us your saltiness. Thank you, thank you, Jesus, for liberating us. Thank you, Jesus, for freedom. Our freedom is in you. We are free from people today in Jesus' name. I bind our mind to the mind of Christ. My God, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I cancel every assignment off your life that has tried to keep you bound, that has tried to keep you in a hidden place. My God, I decree and declare today, my God, you walk in total freedom and that you will not be distracted and you will not be hidden and you will not be confused and you will not be wearied and you will not be worried. You will be bold for God. You will be bold for God like never before. Let me read this scripture to you. Five, Matthew 5, 13 and 16. It says, you are the salt of the earth. Come on now. You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under feet. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. You cannot keep hiding yourself. You cannot keep hiding yourself. It's almost as if the enemy has had you ashamed um, of being uh, of being a Christian, as if it, the enemy has had you ashamed of being um, a follower of Christ. You cannot be ashamed and hidden any longer. My God. My, can I tell you something? I used to be there. Like I was going to church. I was serving in church. I was uh, just, you know, kind of doing my process. But I was so ashamed to let people know I was sold out for Christ this way. I was so ashamed. Like I was cool and comfortable with them knowing about my world side and the things of the world because that's what all the, that's how they lived. That's how they were. I did not realize that I had a people pleasing spirit. I did not I did not realize that I had a people pleasing spirit. I did not recognize because I didn't think I, oh, I'm me. I do me. I'm unique. I'm in my, I did not recognize that I had a spirit that was so set on pleasing people that I was not pleasing God, that I was not pleasing God, that I was so more concerned with pleasing people than I was concerned with pleasing God. My God, and because no one was like me, nobody was acting like me, nobody was being like me, nobody was doing like me, nobody was um, sold out like me, I thought there was something wrong with me, right? I thought there was something wrong with me. So as God was molding me and shaping me as I was on the potter's wheel and he was designing me and he was restructuring me and he, he had put his spirit in me and he was doing a greater work in me because I was still so uncomfortable with people. I shrunk back. I shrunk back. I shrunk back. I shrunk back like I wouldn't be bold in who I was in Christ Jesus. I was bold in the world. 
I was bold in the things of the world, but I was afraid to be bold in who I was in Christ Jesus. I was afraid to live life out. I was afraid to be holy. So when we do that, we're all, it's funny because we're like, Lord, I wanted you to show me. I want you to use me. I want to be wrapped up in my purpose. Well, the biggest purpose is for God to get the glory out of our life. The biggest purpose, if God is going to get the glory, is for us to be disciples, disciples in this world, to disciple others of Christ, that our lifestyle leads others to Christ. Come on now, Holy Spirit. And so, so it's hard if I'm people pleasing. It's hard if my affection is set on man. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's so hard because when my affection is set on man, come on now. When I, my affection is set on man, that becomes my focus. And then every time, every, every time something switches or changes, I switch or change. So the Lord is saying to us, let me just, I'm going to read it out the Amplified. It says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, its purpose, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people when the walkways are wet and slippery. And I lived in Michigan. I know how important the salt is. I know how important this salt is. I lived in Michigan. I know how significant and how important salt is. Like I know how important the salt is. How how important the salt is to keep the ways from being slippery, from to keep you from spinning out. I know how important the salt is. It says you are the light of Christ to the world, a city sitting on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but a lampstand and gives light to all who are in the house. My God, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your father in heaven. When we let our light shine before men, when we are bold in the things of God, when we honor God, no matter what. When we make a decision, I'm going to honor the Lord no matter what. I'm going to I'm going to do all the things you ask me to do, God. I'm not going to worry about what people are saying or what people are thinking. I'm going to honor you, God, no matter what. I'm coming for the nations. I'm coming for the block. I'm coming for my city. I'm coming for my world. I'm going to let my light shine before men, right? I'm going to let my light shine before men. I'm going to let others see you through me. I'm not going to shrink back. My God. So let me keep reading. It says, do not think that I came to do away with un or undo the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For I assure you and most solemnly say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke of the pen will pass from the law until all things which is foreshadows are accomplished. So whoever breaks one of the least important of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called the least important in the kingdom of heaven. Can 
we pause right there for a second, right? Listen to the accountability to us, those of us that are in Jesus Christ. He says, so whoever breaks one of the least important of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches them, he will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. My God, my God, he will be called great, great in the kingdom of heaven. That person is going to be called great in the kingdom of heaven. My God. This is so important to us. He says, so for I say, he said, for I say unto you that unless your righteousness, uprightness, moral excellence is more than that of the scribes and Pharisees, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he starts to talk to them about personal relationships. He says, you've heard that it said that the men of the old, you shall not murder and whoever murders shall be guilty before the court. But I say to you that everyone who continues to be angry, my God, with his brother or harbors malice, come on now, against him. Holy Spirit, my God, let us buy the eyes out this morning. Whoever (laughs) or malice against him shall be guilty before the court. And whoever speaks contemptuously and insultingly to his brother, my God, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. We talking about the Supreme Court in heaven. And whoever says you should fool shall be in danger of a fiery hell. So if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and while they're there, you remember that your brother has something or some grievance or legitimate complaint against you. Leave your offering there at the altar. Go first make peace with your brother and then present your offering. My God, come to terms quickly with your opponent at law while you are with them on the way so that your opponent does not hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you are thrown in prison. My God. Can I tell you something? He goes on to talk about adultery. I don't want to get into that. I do want to share one more other thing with you this morning. And I hope that we are buying the eyes out. And I hope that we are opening the eyes of our understanding to understand how important it is for us to be light and to be salt, to deal with our grievances, to deal with our relationships with others, to make sure. Can I can I tell you something? Remember, I gave you the scripture last week that said that you couldn't have bitter and salt waters running out of your mouth, right? When we are salt and light, we cannot speak one thing and do another. It's time for us to put the scriptures and the word of God in action. When we're not putting the word of God in action, we're hiding ourselves. We're hiding ourselves when we when we make a decision not to live the word out loud and live according to the word. We're hi- like we're still hiding ourselves when we mute ourselves. My God, that's what I was looking for. Let me read one more thing to you. Proverbs six. Uh, I think it's the 16th verse. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this this morning. It says, these six things the Lord hates indeed. Seven are repulsive to him. A proud look. The attitude that makes one overestimate oneself and discount oneself. A lying tongue. These are the things that the Lord hates. These are the things that interfere with our light. These are the things that interfere with our saltiness. My God, a lying tongue. No, you. Can I say this? 
And I'm just being real serious, real, real. And I know we say this, sometimes we've been in a habit for lying for so long that it's just become a part of our nature, a part of our culture. So Holy Spirit, I ask you to reveal to us anything in our nature that has been a lie, anything in our speech that has been a lie. I thank you, Father, that we choose to tell the truth before we tell a lie in Jesus' name. And I'm talking about not avoiding. Avoidance can be a lie, right? Avoiding someone, avoiding a conversation, partially telling the truth, half telling the truth. So Father God, I thank you. There is nothing amongst us that is that of a lie, that we will operate in honesty and integrity. Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that creates wicked plans, feet that run swiftly into evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, even half truths. So what the word says, and one who spreads discord, rumors among brothers. My sons, be guided by your father's God-given commandment and instruction, and do not reject the teaching of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart and your thoughts and tie them around your neck. When you walk about, they, the godly teaching of your parents will guide you. When you walk about operating in the things of God, that's your light. Remember when we go back over to Matthew, he says to us, don't base, I'm summarizing. He says to us, don't lead anybody astray. Well, if I'm, if I'm supposed to be sought in light and I'm lying, if I'm supposed to be sought in light and um, I'm sowing discord, if I'm, I'm supposed to be sought in light and I'm gossiping, if I'm supposed to be sought in and light, and I'm being mean, and I'm being hateful, if I'm supposed to be salt and light, and I'm doing any of these things around you, do you recognize that I'm leading you into those things? And there's an accountability and responsibility to who I am as your parent, to who I am as your sister in the gospel, to who I am as, um, uh, as your friend, to who I am in a relationship. Anytime I'm Tying those things into our relationship, I'm, I'm, I'm taking away my saltiness. Anytime I buy into those things, I'm taking away my saltiness. I'm dimming my light. I don't even recognize I'm dimming my light. I'm, I'm, a, I'm affecting my effectiveness. I'm affecting my effectiveness. Anytime I do that, anytime. So, so, so this is what he says. And he says, one who spreads discord or rumors among his brothers. Every time I do this, every time I operate in this, every time I got some, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm dimming my light. It says, it says, when you walk about, they, the godly teachings of your parents will guide you. When you sleep, they will sleep, watch over you. And when you wake, they will talk to you for the commandment is a lamp and the teaching of the law is a light. My God. And reproofs, rebukes for dis discipline are a way of life. My God. And then it says to keep you from the evil woman, from the flattery of the smooth tongue or the immoral woman, to keep you from immoral things or the flattery of. So we can't afford to hide our light. My God, we can't. I, I didn't even know it was going in this direction. We can't afford to compromise ourselves for the sake of others. We can't afford to be consumed and people pleasing. We can't afford to choose what others think above what God thinks. And this isn't a heaviness. This is a redirection. This is 
This is how I grow in my relationship with Christ. This is how I become salt. This is how I become light. I stay away from these things and that I'm not afraid to let my light be shown. I'm not afraid to let my light be seen. I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus, of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of who God is in my life. My God. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, <laughs> because it is the power. I need you to, my God, thank you for this this morning. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. I cannot afford to be ashamed of the gospel because I need that power working. Can I tell you something? That's the your your ability to live life boldly for Christ is what's going to draw somebody in. Your ability to live life boldly for Christ is going to change it's going to cha- it's going to change someone's life. Your ability it's not it's not what you say to the person. It's your ability to live life bold for Christ that's going to shake up your offices, that's going to shake up the government, that's going to shake up your marriage, that's going to shake up your children. Your ability to live life boldly to not be ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to this so powerful this morning this is the power we've been needing this is the power that's going to change circumstances this is the power that is going to change situations that I live my life I live out in light that I live boldly, that I become salt, my God, that I'm not ashamed of my righteousness, that I'm not ashamed of who I am in Christ Jesus, my God, that I'm not afraid to disciple others, my God, that I'm not afraid to go make impact for God's glory, my God, that I'm not afraid to make Jesus famous, my God. God, that I'm not afraid to live in Christ like never, ever, ever before. My God, we thank you that I'm not, because that's the power that's going to change. My God, it is not us buying into the things of the world. It is not us compromising ourselves. A friend of mine called me yesterday and he blessed me so much we were having a conversation and he said to me, he said, I need to tell you something. He said, something I've learned from you. He said, to be authentic in myself. And I was like, huh? Because I didn't even recognize this. We didn't have this conversation. He said, just you being you, just you being you, you making a decision that you're going to be you no matter what. You making a decision. And he said, I used to, he said, I'm deep. He said, but I used to think I needed to be deep in every conversation. He said, but you taught me that the best relationships, that I'm going to have the best relationships with people by me living authentically in myself. Like me just being me, me holding on my truths. My God, I feel freedom. My God, I feel freedom. My God, I feel freedom. Me just holding on to my truths. Me not shrinking back. Me not being anything else. 
is what's going to connect to everybody that's supposed to connect to me. And he said, I learned to just be me. I didn't have to be deep. I didn't have to fit circumstances. I didn't have to fit situation. He said, and that has been the best freedom for me ever. He said, that's been the best freedom. He said, that's what's been changing my life. Me just being my authentic self. So I don't, if, if my righteousness, come on, Holy Spirit, is a part of who I am. If my relationship with Christ is a part of who I am. If my, if my, uh, if who I am in Christ Jesus, right? Who I am in Christ Jesus is a part of who I am, then I don't hide that. Because then when I hide that, I'm not living in my authentic self. I'm not living in my best of me. If I have to shrink back in who I am in Christ, my God, I thank you for freedom today. If I have to shrink back in who I am in Christ, if I can't be bold in Christ because I'm afraid of others or I'm fearful of what others think, or if I cannot be bold in Christ to live bold in Christ, right? My God, some of you God has told you to stop drinking, but all your friends still drink, right? And I've been there before. All your friends still drink, right? And But the Lord has put it upon your heart. He doesn't want you to drink anymore, right? Perhaps there's a generational curse tied to your family for alcohol, and you continuously drinking just buys into the curse, but it's hard because all your friends still drinking and you don't want to be alienated and you don't want to be isolated. And God is like, no, I need you to stop drinking so you can break this curse so that you can be a generational changer. So you can break the curse off somebody. I need you to become so bold in the things of me, bold in your righteousness, bold in your freedom. I've already set you apart. I've already called you to a generation. I've already called you to a nation. I've already positioned you and placed you so that you can be affected. It's just one more step you got to, I don't know who that's for. It's just one more step that you got to take in me. It's just one more inch you got to go in me because this is, this is going to change. And I'm telling you, it'll change. Just you being being in their midst and not taking another drink, they'll begin to go, you ain't even got to say nothing. You, you don't even have to say nothing. You don't even have to talk to them about your, your process. Just you making the significant changes will lose somebody and set them free. My God, will lose somebody and set them free. You just making a decision. You know what? I'm going to live. I'm going to be soft. I'm going to be light. I'm not going to lead because that's what Matthew said. I'm not going to lead others into anything that's not like you. My God, I want to break generational curses. I want to change. I want to walk. This is how we walk in the fullness of our purpose. It's not purpose is not about stuff and doing. It's tied to it. It's that we are glory carriers and we carry the light with us no matter where we go. We are salt with us no matter where we go. And so if we're going to be light and we're going to be salt, then we got to watch the things we carry with us. We got to watch the things that we do. We thank you, Father God. We thank, yes, we are, you are an agent of change. You are an agent of change. That's why what you carry is so precious. 
That's why what you carry is so important. That's why the call on your life is so meaningful. That's why who you are to your mother, your, your you as a mother means everything. That's why who you are as a father means everything. My God, it's not this religious order that we've been living for so long. It's about the precious cargo, the seed that you carry inside of you that the Lord wants to release. My God, you, the anointing, the oil, my God, what God has placed inside of you for generations or for your family or for whoever, the people that you're called to impact, right? That's your salt. That's your light that God has placed inside of you that he wants to spread to others. But if I shrink back, if I hold it in, if I won't live bold, if I won't live big, if I won't walk into the fullness of who God called me to be, if I'm constantly compromising myself so others can be comfortable around me, my God, then guess what I do? I hold that precious seed inside of me and it's not growing. It's not planted. It's not positioned for growth. The oil is heavy this morning. It's not positioned for growth. It's not positioned for, for change. So I can't afford. I can't afford to sleep on righteousness. I can't afford to sleep on salvation. I can't afford to be ashamed of the gospel because the power is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The, the power is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The power is in me walking in my truth. The power is in me being who I am in Christ. The power is in me having no regard to others, but having every regard to who he called me to be in Christ Jesus. This isn't just about sharing the devotional. This is about me being resolved in who I am in Christ that he who the son set free is free indeed. Jesus said, I came to have, give you life so that you can have life more abundantly. You're not having abundant life if you shrunk in. That's what my friend told me. He said, you helped me by freedom. I didn't even know I, did, I needed it. You helped me to be free, to be me. You helped me to see that living in my most authentic self was the best. That was how God was going to get his glory. My God, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, my God, every generational curse, it's already broken. Jesus was the curse breaker. I'm going to say this and we're going to go. Jesus was the curse breaker. The generational curses have been broken off your life. It's almost as if in like enslaved, enslaved people, right? When people were slaves and some of them were set free, they didn't know how to break in their freedom. <laughs> they didn't know how to break in their freedom. They didn't know how to walk in their freedom. They didn't know what a freedom looks like. And it's been the same for some of us in Jesus Christ. We didn't know what a freedom in Christ looked like. We didn't, nobody ever, we saw a whole lot of religious things that, that bothered us and burdened us, but the freedom in Christ Jesus looks different, right? So he who the son sets free is free indeed. The 
Jesus broke the curse. Jesus broke the generations. Jesus already dealt with the curse, right? Most of us just don't know we free to walk in the freedom that is given to us in Christ Jesus. So we walk around and act like cursed folks. I want to put my own self in the corner. We walk around and act like cursed folks. We walk around and live like cursed folks. We walk around like where the spirit of the Lord is, freedom isn't being locked, unlocked. Or where the spirit of the Lord is, stuff don't change. Or where the spirit, we walk around and act like, and it's over, it's ended. We're not, we're not under a curse anymore. Jesus was the curse breaker. But because we haven't bought the ice out, because we don't know who we are, because we hide in our righteousness, because we shriek back in who we are in Christ Jesus, we don't walk into the fullness of who we were called to be. We walk shackled, shamed, broken, condemned, weary, worry, because we don't even recognize that we've been free in Christ Jesus. My God, Holy Spirit, come. 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 We don't even recognize what we possess. We possess in Jesus. My God. So that we don't live in the final authority of Jesus Christ. We walk like our prayers that we pray don't get answered. My God. We, we, we walk like God is not God. We walk like Jesus didn't give us the authority to speak to the mountain. We, 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 we walk like we're not the, the thermometer. We, we, we act like when we walk into a room or a place or a business. I don't care what your job looks like. I don't care how cantankerous your job is. You set the tone for your job. You bring the spirit of the Lord with you. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. I don't care what your marriage looks like. You buy, you, you act like salt and light in your marriage and watch stuff change. I don't care what your children look like. You walk and act like salt and light with your children and watch things change. I don't care what the situation is. Walk like salt and light and watch things change. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for us. That while you start walking like salt and light, you possess the authority that has been given you in Christ Jesus. You walk bold in your righteousness. You stop shrinking back. You stop compromising yourself so people can be comfortable and watch things change. Watch things change. Why? Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is way more power in Jesus than we act in. There's liberation. There's free. You are blocked. Can I tell you something? You are block changer. I lived in an apartment complex. And when I lived in this apartment complex, when I lived in my apartment complex, I promise you, when we first moved there, there was noise. Um, people were smoking weed, just different things. Every time I saw something that did not line up with the living environment for me to dwell in, I pressed into prayer. Every time I pressed into prayer, either the person moved, they quit smoking, or something happened. Every time I walked into my authority, I didn't move until God told me to move. I didn't have to change my position. 
They had to get up and go because the authority of Christ Jesus was in that environment because I brought the salt and the light with me. I didn't condemn them. I didn't go out and say nothing. As a matter of fact, I loved on all my neighbors. I prayed over all my neighbors. I spoke. I never said anything to them about their behavior. I positioned myself in Christ Jesus. I took authority. You, you block, y'all block changers. Let me get out. I could teach on this. You're a block changer. You are set to change your block, your neighborhood. Some of y'all are government changers. You're set, but I cannot, I cannot not operate in salt and light. And he said, you got the, the, the thing in you. You bring the spirit. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You carry that with you everywhere you go. My God. And if I, if I, own it and I possess it and I live in it. My God, can you imagine the things that will change? My God, Holy Spirit, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your word on this day. I thank you, Father God, that this word is planted deeply in our heart. My God, I drive out the spirit of indecision, my God, so that we can make sound decisions in who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. I drive out the spirit of contention right now in the name of Jesus, and I decree and declare the spirit of peace. I drive out, Father. Father God, the spirit of indecisiveness. I don't know who that is. You've been on the fence about something for way too long. And God is saying, make a decision in me. Make a decision. He already gave you the way of escape. Make the decision in me. Father God, I thank you for your holiness. Jesus, give us your holiness. I thank you for spiritual boldness. I decree and declare, Father God, every financial attack against our lives. Every time the enemy comes in like a flood over our lives financially, I thank you that the spirit of the Lord is there to lift up a standard. My God, I cancel the assignment of the enemy off our minds. We will not shrink back. We will live in holy boldness. He who the Son sets Free is free indeed. We buy the eye salve this morning in Jesus' name. We walk in the fullness of who you called us to be in Jesus' name. We are generational breakers. We are curse breakers. The break we are break. We walk. We walk, Father God, in the freedom that came. We walk in liberating freedoms in Christ Jesus. That's how we break the generational curse. That's how we are salt and light. We walk in the freedom of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. I cancel every and close every demonic door and portal that has had access to our life. My God, that has had us hindered, that has had us limited, that has had us bound. We drive out those forces of darkness right now in Jesus name. And we thank you for your holiness. And we thank you for your holiness. Let me read something over you today and we'll go. This is Psalms 25. This is a prayer for protection, guidance, and pardon. It says, to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I have unwavering trust. And I rely on you with steadfast confidence. Do not let me be ashamed or my hope in you be disappointed. Do, let, do not let my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, none of those of you who expectantly wait for God will be ashamed. 
I need you to hear this. None of you who expectantly wait for God will be ashamed. Do not be ashamed to wait on God. Do not be ashamed to trust in God. Do not be ashamed to believe in God. I got so many stories on waiting. I got so many stories on waiting. When God lets me release all that I can release, it's going to blow your mind. I got so many stories on waiting on God. Do not be ashamed to wait on God. It says those who turn away from what is right and deal treacherously without cause will be ashamed, humility and embarrassed. You're never going to be turned away for doing the right thing. Next part of this says, let me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation. My God, my God, I drive out the spirit of shame right now in Jesus name. My God, I thank you. You're loosing the shackles of shame that have kept us immobile for too long. I drive out the spirit of shame right now in Jesus name. My God, for you and you only, I wait Expectantly all day long. Remember, O oh Lord, your tender. I told you, remember, you can pray to God like this. Remember, O oh Lord, your tender compassion and your loving kindness, for they have been from old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your loving kindness, someone say that. According to your loving kindness, remember me, my God. According to your loving kindness, remember me. For your goodness sake, O Lord, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble into justice and he teaches the humble his way. All of the paths of the Lord are, all the paths of the Lord are loving kindness and goodness. You got to get revelation of that. All the paths of the Lord are loving kindness and goodness and truth and faithfulness. To those who keep his covenant and his testimony. If you keep his covenant and his testimony, if you wait on the Lord, there's loving kindness and goodness coming to you. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my weakness and my guilt, for they are great. Who is the man who fears the Lord, who is awe-inspired? My God, reverence and worships him and submits to him. He will teach him through his word in the way he shall choose. His soul will dwell in prosperity prosperity and goodness. Father, I thank you that our souls dwell in prosperity and goodness and his descendants will inherit the land. Do you know when you become the change agent, it sets up for generations. When you decide to live righteously, it sets up and changes generations. My God, I thank you, Jesus, who is the curse breaker. It says the secret of the wise counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him and he will let them know his covenant and reveal to them through his word, his deep inner meaning. My eyes are continually toward the Lord for he will bring my feet out of the net. Baby, you can trust that, that God will bring your feet out of the net. Turn to me, Lord, and be gracious to me. My God, turn to us, Lord, and be gracious to us. Turn to us, Lord, and be gracious to us. Will you type that? Will you speak that out your mouth? Turn to us, Lord, and be gracious to us. For I am alone and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are multiplied. Bring me out of distress. You can pray like this to God. You can talk like this to your daddy. Bring me out of distress. Look upon my affliction and my trouble and forgive all 
my sins, my God. Look upon my enemies, for they are many. They hate me with cruel and violent hatred. Guard my soul and rescue me. Do not let me be ashamed, Lord, or disappointed, my God, for I have taken refuge in you. Let integrity and uprightness protect me, my God. See, that's why it's so important for us to walk in integrity and character. It protects you, my God. Doing the right thing protects you, my God. It says, for I wait expectantly for you. My God, Lord, we wait expectantly for you. You should type that. You should say that today. Lord, I wait expectantly for you. I expect my prayers to be answered. I expect to see the hand of the Lord in my life. I expect to see the hand of the Lord in my children. I expect to see the hand of the Lord in my finances. I expect to see the hand of the Lord in my health. I wait expectantly for you. Oh, God, redeem Lakeisha. It says Israel. Oh God, redeem Lakeisha. Oh God, redeem Beverly. Oh God, redeem Shannon. Oh God, redeem Nisi. Oh God, redeem Jessica. Oh God, redeem Deshauna. Oh God, redeem Tracy. Oh God, redeem Andrea. Oh God, redeem Shonda. Oh God, redeem um, Kimberly. Oh God, redeem Ramonda. Oh God. It says, oh God, redeem out of all their troubles. My God. That's it. My God, that's it. Father God, we thank you for your word today. I plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional, over every individual. I thank you, Father God, for your heart towards us. And we are seeing miracles, signs, and wonders. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, my God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. We bother ourselves for this. We walk in the wisdom and the knowledge that can only come in Christ Jesus. My God, if and only if if this <laughs> y'all know what I'm about to say if the Lord places on your heart to partner with this ministry will you go over to the website sow a seed plant your seed cash app us dollar sign LMJ ministry you know who you are you know when the Lord is talking to you and telling you to give we ain't spending a whole lot of time on money my God I thank you for a hundred percent tithers a hundred percent givers second if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior this is your moment this is your hour. This is your minute. This is the defining moment that will change your life. It is not as complicated as you think. It is not as complicated as you think. My God, it is not. Repeat after me. When that decision press upon your heart, it's time. It's time. It's time. Just dear Jesus, I know I sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. And I promise to love you best I can. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and we will send you some materials, and I would love to continue to disciple you. Ladies, Bible study tonight, tonight, 6.30, invite someone in. This is our season of giving. I'm going to send out an email away of how you can get involved to be a blessing to someone else. <laughs> This is our season. This is something we do in LMJ Ministries every year. We focus ourselves on becoming a blessing to someone else. We don't focus on getting. We focus on giving. So we're going to send out an email today of all the ways you can become involved and give and help others during this Solomon season. Feed the streets. Come hang out with me. Come bag up. Let's go deliver. Let's hit the streets this weekend. That's this Saturday. We got Feed the Streets. I can't wait to see you. I love y'all. God loves you so much. 
by the ourselves. Ask God to open the eyes of your understanding to the hope of who he called you to be in Christ Jesus. Ask the Lord to show you how to rightly divide the word of God so that you can walk in spiritual boldness and holiness like never before so you can change the generations. More than anything, God loves you. So do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.